0: Welcome to the Contingency Plan Podcast. My name is Jedi Master David, and with me as always is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. Well, it is week two of Kenobi Mania, brother. Kenobi, Kenobi, Kenobi. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, we're we're counting down the weeks, aren't we? Counting down the weeks until the Kenobi series drops, and as sort of promised, we're going to over-deliver on Kenobi content,
1: yes, indeed. I feel like it's almost a birthday gift when we get this show. It's like a week or two away for me. So,
0: have we really Be- ha- ha- best gift? Have we really <laughs> hyped up shows this quite this much though? I don't really think no, we have.
1: Well, I would say we kind of did with Mando season two, mm. but not even to this scale, honestly.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I can't think that the last thing we've been this excited about. Honestly, other than a, movies, it's probably a book. The movies, I would almost say a book.
0: I mean, it, it's it, we, we, we did do some well, hyping Master of High and Republic. Apprentice. We, we, we did some hyping of High Republic, did, yeah. Master and Apprentice, that's and maybe even Dooku, Jedi Lost, yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I think probably as far as like live action media, really hasn't, uh, I mean, we did quite a bit for Last Jedi. And then we also yeah. did quite a bit for Rise, Rise of Skywalker too. When that was yeah, very out. true. And maybe even solo a bit. Maybe a little bit. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean we had a it was the lengthiest review we had for sure. We talked about that quite a bit. I don't know if we did a lot leading up to it or not. Honestly.
0: <sighs> yeah, it's it's been a while. It has been a while. But yeah, I mean this is this is a series that Pretty much everybody is universally wanted. I mean, my God, you remember remember when we were talking about like a Kenobi movie and they're like, no, we're going to do a Boba Fett movie. It's like, why would we want a Boba Fett movie? (laughs) Boba Fett? I don't
1: know. I mean, looking back, would we rather have the Boba Fett movie than the TV series?
0: (laughs) Uh, I don't know, man. I'm not sure.
1: Do Quentin Tarantino (sighs) with
0: Boba Fett. Yeah, you, you know, the, the super
1: violent one.
0: The only thing <laughs> is, is like as much as I like Tamir Morrison, uh, you know, I, I don't know, like a full full length going to a movie theater movie with him as the lead.
1: I don't feel like this show actually told me whether or not he'd be a good lead because he wasn't.
0: Yeah, that that's kind of that's kind of my point. I, I don't really know. Maybe if we were talking, you know, back in the day. You know when when we were doing like episode two and and everything, you know, or we, all through that maybe, but yeah, now I'm I'm not I'm not so sure. Well, I mean, you never know. Right director, right director can do wonders with about anybody.
1: You know, that's a really good question to bring up. Do you think that Django is just a more interesting character all around than Boba Fett?
0: Oh, I think so. I mean, I, I think, I, think so.
1: I would rather learn about his story.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, in Boba Fett season two, we can just do Boba Fett sitting somewhere and reminiscing <laughs> about his father. And that'll be the flashbacks.
1: No, because I feel like his life after Boba Fett was pretty boring. I mean, he was he was just raking in the dough and didn't really have to bounty hunt at all. Well, I mean, so- I, I want to see... I want to see Django like five to ten years before he was commissioned.
0: Well, no, what what I'm saying is is it's Boba Fett reminiscing about his father. So the story is about the flashbacks of his father.
1: Oh, yeah, but who would even, oh, like, uh, yeah, I guess he'd have a journal or something, but, like, yeah. who actually knew him other than um, uh, what's the chick with the staff that kind of helped Boba Fett for a little bit?
0: Oh, uh, uh, what was it, Ari Singh? Yeah, yeah, because they
1: ran a crew together,
0: obviously. But Well, I mean, yeah, there, there could be records or whatever. Fennec just walks up, what are those? The records of my father. Oh, what are they? <laughs> Start of the show.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we never see Boba again. <laughs> yeah. It's like,
0: wow, those are really interesting. Do you have any more? Yes, I do. I have plenty more where that came from
1: oh my goodness, Boba, these were so much better than your Tuscan flashbacks.
0: Oh <laughs> That'd be such a cheap way to do it, though. But yeah, I mean, a Jango Fett series would have made a lot more, I don't know, Django, Jango's been explored in Legends, but it's Legends, and I don't necessarily know about, is there any real Jango Fett canon material?
1: That's a good question, and honestly, I never went through any of the Legends Django material, to be quite honest. I never honest. did either, so really. I, I know nothing about Django other than Attack of the Clones.
0: <laughs> hmm. That's an interesting Which? thing. I mean, that's definitely not in the wheelhouse right now. Uh, well, I mean, there's the Age of the Republic comic, Django Fett. He had some comic stuff, it looks like. I'm just looking through. U- Uteni.com is a great resource for all of you folks who, you know, haven't uh, went through that. It's a, it's a good resource, not much, unless these are just their recommendations. It's just, well, they even say the available Django material is sparse. Mm. So, yeah, a couple of comics. Uh, well, no, these are all labeled as legends. No, okay, all right. The, What? star Wars episode two attack of the clones legends. Um, I don't I think so. I don't think
1: that's a thing
0: <laughs> unless this is a different one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, uh, the only one that they're labeling as Canon is, is the age of the Republic, uh, Django comic, which I, I know I have it. I don't think that, uh, I don't know that I've really read it. Yeah. Mm. Well, whatever. So you know
1: it's yeah. So there's a there's a bounty hunters books se- a two part book series that has Django, but that's legends and
0: well, let, let, I don't want to learn about any other bounty hunters. Let, so. let me put it to you this way: it doesn't matter because we're talking about Kenobi, so
1: yeah, so. yeah, obviously much more important.
0: So we are going to be looking at the five part uh, Marvel comic Obi Wan and Anakin. Uh, this is one that I know I've talked about. I think we've both had a conversation about here and there. Um, pretty well rated. I think a lot of people have rated this one pretty well. And um, yeah, I mean, just in, in the in the sort of beginning here before we really get rolling, pretty phenomenal cover art. Uh, pretty phenomenal internal art as well. Charles Soule, uh, who, you know... Maybe doesn't need to be writing books, but has done some really amazing stuff in comics. I will say that I actually have uh, physical copies of all of these that I I bought at a um, at a uh, shop in Michigan when I was visiting up there one time years ago. I think uh, I think I only had to buy one of these. I think it was uh, issue five that they didn't have there. I think they had one through four, and then I either. F- I might have actually. This one has a half price book sticker on it, so I might have found it at half price. Uh, half price books. Uh, regardless, it doesn't matter. Eh, maybe I didn't. Well, whatever. I I could be confusing my history. Regardless, I have fa- I have all five physical copies. So, but they're not necessarily cheap. Uh, they're they <laughs> yeah, are not I mean, I necessarily just kind of, uh, cheap uh, cheated. to buy. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Uh also sorry if there was a little bit of issues there. Internet slowed down. Uh I had no idea if you were talking or not, you froze. Oh boy. <laughs> so sorry if I interrupted you. Oh you
0: probably <laughs> did.
1: It's fine. I, I gave it a solid like twelve seconds, like, okay, go. Um but no, I just cheated and I got it on Comixology for nine bucks for the entire series. Because I've embraced the era of not owning things even though I don't really want to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All I right. do hate that though. I really do want to. My thing with comics is it's really hard to display them or to store them properly. So even though I've done it for all of our comic series, I hate collecting them. It's just a pain to store.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have a i I have more than I I guess I want to admit, um, but I have a couple of those, um, you know, those heavy duty boxes.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing, though. Like you just throw them in a box. It's like. Like books, that's the conversation piece. Comics, like, ooh, can I go through your comic collection? says no one ever that comes to my house. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) That's just something you hide like it's shameful.
0: Wow, that's interesting. I was just looking here um, just on, like, you know, my comic shop. And uh, let me actually broaden this. Because uh, they didn't, they don't really have much on here available, available to buy. Actually, <laughs> there is one. There is one low price one. It's uh, the variant one G. Uh, sometimes with Star Wars comics, they will do a variant that will be like, uh, like an action figure front. Like it's like a mm-hmm. boxed action figure, and that one was a uh, little kid Anakin uh, box thing. <laughs>
1: hey, get- I got that advertisement halfway through my uh, my comic. Uh, That's yeah. funny. <laughs> hey, hey, guess how much it is? <laughs> it's probably not nine dollars. No,
0: it's four twenty, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's also four twenty 4- today. It's four twenty, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's funny. Um- I call one of my buddies. He's like, oh, come hang out. It's like, well, first off, 420 isn't my thing. Second off, I'm recording tonight. He's like, are you guys going to reference that you're recording on 420? We just did. Like, no, we, no, we probably won't because it'll drop on Sunday, but then we ended up doing it anyway. We did it's it great. anyway. We did it
0: live. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's, there. there's actually not a lot available here. Um, you know, First cover of episode, uh, the A cover of issue 113 box, and then everything else is out of stock. There is one here of issue five, which looks like the standard cover for 480. Um, but yeah, my comic shop, I, I we're not plugging them, but I have bought some stuff off there. They've been a, a decent resource for you know getting some of the backdate stuff. So anyway, 2016 Obi-Wan and Anakin, that's what we're going to go over today. Kind of an interesting story. But I guess before we get started in there, uh, yeah, how's your week been?
1: Oh, not too bad. Not too bad at all. Um, well, we'll just go ahead and announce now on the podcast. We, uh, I am having a baby. Just found out last Friday. You
0: physically? You you yourself?
1: Yes, I, I am having. I am getting.
0: <laughs> I am getting chubby. <laughs> yeah, <Beer> baby. <laughs> yeah, we actually we were able to get uh, get together for Easter, uh, which was which was nice. Uh, you made a prime rib. And that was
1: very rare. And then we watched a uh, children's show. It,
0: yeah, yeah, no, it, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't bad. Uh, it was it was a little rare, but it wasn't bad. I, you know, I've told you this before. I think prime rib is one of the biggest rip offs in the world. How much did you pay for that for that like quarter roast there?
1: You know, honestly, I'm not going to say it was a good price, but it was on sale. I think I got that for like it was five and a half pounds and I got it for $35. Yeah, So, so I can't complain, but that was the only thing really available because I waited till the last minute and nothing else stood out. I didn't want to do ham.
0: No, no, I no, really no I'm, I'm with you there. <laughs> ham, ham can be good, but like it does get a little old. So at one of the restaurants I used to work at, uh, we used to do, I think our cuts were 35, 35 pound. And mm-hmm. we, we would do them all the time. And 35 pound, if I, this is really stretching back, I think for that dinner, it might've been, we'll just, we'll just call it 20 bucks. So out of that one roast, you're effectively making somewhere around $700,
1: Right. And and half of what you're selling, half of what you're selling is fat.
0: And that's (laughs) the thing. It's it's a ribeye. It's trash. It's a ribeye. That's what it is. And personally, I think that the best way to do a ribeye is to grill it, screaming hot grill, Get the get that char. I mean, char that that puppy. Um, but no, 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 no. It was it was good. I made some German potato salad, some uh, some little Parmesan and bacon asparagus, and then uh, some jalapeno cornbread. And you had a loaf of bread, mm-hmm. which was really good. Brushed with a little garlic yeah, you, butter.
1: You and my wife finished it before our Dad even showed up. I think he got
0: he got <laughs> he, he got beef. He He's fine. He loaded that thing with butter. <laughs> But no, yeah, that was nice. You got to got to kind of announce that there, and then yeah, we watched uh, what was what was the kids' movie?
1: <laughs> uh, Zootopia. Oh, Zootopia. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So kids' yeah. movies have got some like dark undertones that maybe mm. they always have, but they they're a little bit. I don't know. I don't. I hate to say it. I want. I don't want to sound old, but like. I notice it more now, so it's kind of weird for me.
0: What's your understanding of things. I mean, we had cartoons when we were kids that had just as dirty an undertone, because there's like a scene in there about like a nudist colony. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think I fell asleep in the chair for a second. It was fine.
1: You and Dad both did. I only stayed (laughs) awake because I stood up the entire time. I don't know how you guys handled those terrible chairs that I need to
0: replace. It it worked. (laughs) It worked for what it was, but yeah. Yeah, congratulations, and now you, you know, within, you know, whatever, like eight, seven, eight, nine, whatever, how many months that winds up being, you'll never be able to sleep again.
1: I know, and the best part is it will coincide with, uh, within three weeks to a month of me graduating school, and that will happen before I graduate school, so I probably (laughs) won't graduate school, (laughs) but, uh. No, no, for all of our nerd fans, you'll all be proud of me. I have uh gotten permission, if it's a boy, to call him Luke. I'm not calling a girl Leia. I don't like
0: the name personally, but mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I mean Leia's fine. I don't know if I would particularly want to name a daughter Leia.
1: Yeah. She's got that anyway. I, I'm not allowed to not allowed to choose that. Apparently, her, like, favorite show, Bridgerton, has a name that she's picked out. So
0: Bridgerton? It's,
1: it's you know, like, uh, Downton Abbey and all those, like, old school okay. shows. Well, I don't even know. What era is Downton Abbey? Is that, like, 1800s? Never
0: watched it. Don't remember.
1: Okay.
0: I just know it had old McGonagall in it.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, it's just one of those old European Monarchy shows. So, so it's going to be like an old person name, like Ruth. yeah, uh, Eloise. Oh, gosh.
0: Now, well, if, it, if it's Eloise, you can always call him Ellie.
1: It'll be Ellie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of a dog name. I'm not going to lie. I would name a dog Ellie. All right. I'll do Ella. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Either one. No, either <laughs> or is good. Good, good.
1: It's It's difficult with girl names because, like, all the girl names that I personally like, her large family has
0: already taken.
1: <laughs> so I don't have well, that's when much you start, of an opinion.
0: That's when you start adding Lins and what are the, oth- no. what are the other trashy ones that you can put ands. on it? And- yeah, Ann. I do Ann. Yep, yep, yep. Well, Ann's a little classier than the Lynn. Sorry to all of our something Lins or something Ann's out there. We're not actually being serious.
1: Well, it's, it's a good thing my wife doesn't listen to this because her middle name is Ann. But it's a little different when it's in your first name. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, it, that that's different. I mean, that's a middle name. Goodness.
1: It's it's an A
0: initial. That's all that ever
1: is. Yeah, no for one sure. writes that shit out. Goodness.
0: Nope. All right. Well, good. Good. Uh, yeah. I mean, my week's been pretty standard. Nothing. Nothing really too crazy going on. Just standard work stuff. Uh, we are gonna go check out Bill Burr here in a couple of days. Uh, go see him in downtown Columbus. So that should be interesting. The angry, uh, mass hole himself. Uh, so that yeah. should be hopefully a good time. And you think we'll get the Mayfield reference? I, Just one joke. I, doubt it. I don't <laughs> think that's in his routine, <laughs> but yeah, I'll do that. Uh, you know, it's kind of sporting season. So we got Columbus crew lined up here. Uh, you know, with the, the following week, I'm going to go to a Clippers game at some point. And we have the uh, Columbus Symphony Orchestra doing a the music and screening of The Empire Strikes Back in the beginning of May, so that should be fun. Yeah. and then yeah, just trucking right along, man. We've got uh, we've got a lot of Kenobi stuff to do too. Yeah, more than we can
1: actually fit in before <laughs> Kenobi comes out.
0: <laughs> well, that yeah, for sure. And there's a lot of other things we've got. Uh, oh. I mean, we still never got around to Thrawn yet. We need to do Thrawn. Queen's Hope came out recently, so we need to do that. Um,
1: Thrawn's one of those things that I need, like, three weeks' notice because I need to reread everything. for sure.
0: Uh, Shadows of the Sith, that's not until uh, June, so we've got a while for that. Star Wars Padawan isn't until July, so we've got time for that. Um, You talked about the Force Unleashed book. I talked about yeah. the Last Jedi series, and uh, I actually found another one that I had forgot about. That uh, here entertain them while I get the book.
1: <laughs> well, while you get the book, I just want to announce something that actually might blow everyone away, and I know we're excited about it. Star Wars: Visions has been picked up for a season two. Shut and your And mouth I can and promise back. you that within a year of it coming out, we might actually watch one episode Look,
0: shut your mouth i'm back we don't need to talk about that no it's it's this book i gotta bring up my screen so this one it's called the last jedi but it's not the novelization oh,
1: it, it it totally is i can see the cover it's totally just the
0: movie no it's not it's the movie tie-in book it's it's <laughs> not though it, it's it's different it's surrounding somebody else i've never heard of this book before but apparently it's like a series or something who does it follow? Uh, let's see. Order sixty six has all but exterminated the Jedi. The few remaining have been driven, driven, driven into exile or hiding. But not, but not. I can't talk. But not Jax Paven, who's been steadily striking blows against the Empire as, as a lone guerrilla fighter and a valued partner of Whiplash, a sweet, a sweetwit. Uh, I can't talk. I don't know what it is. I can't read and talk. <laughs> a secret coruscant based resistance group. Now he's transporting a valued whiplash leader targeted for assassination from Coruscant to safety on a distant world. It's a risky move under any circumstances, but Jax and his trusted crew are prepared to pit their combat skills and their vessel's firepower against all Imperial threats. Except the one Jax fears the most, Darth Vader. And Jax knows that (laughs) Vader will stop nothing until the last Jedi has fallen.
1: Yeah, that's not a uh, Jedi I've ever heard about.
0: Yeah, at all. I have no idea, but I want to read it. Uh, so Michael Reeves and uh, Maya uh, Catherine uh, Bo- Bonhoff. There's a lot of letters in her name. Even Catherine, it's there's two <laughs> A's. Um, Catherine. Uh, uh, whatever, but anyway, yeah, it's cool. It's a dude who kind of looks like Anakin. He's got a little Sith holocron on the cover. It looks sick. I found this. Uh... Oh, I found this at the Book Loft in uh, downtown Columbus, which is a super cool place. It, you'll well, if you, ha- you haven't been there, have you?
1: No, I was just actually going to suggest maybe we'll do something like that before one of our shows here. We need coming to. Up. Yeah,
0: we we need to we need to do that at some point. It's it's uh, it just goes on forever. Just like our intro here, uh, as we haven't talked about the <laughs> comics yet. But anyway, I want to work that one in, too, because that one seemed interesting. I don't know if there's an audio book to that, but I do have the physical copy, and I'm sure we can get another one. But
1: Looks like a fairly small book, so it won't oh, be too bad. Oh, it's almost I,
0: 500 pages. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I,
1: you know that's going to be a bridge, though. And other than the New Jedi Order, we haven't had much luck with a bridge. I, I'm not a big fan of it, personally. It, it
0: just depends. It really does depend. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and roll into our, well, actually (laughs) there's more. (laughs) So before we kind of got on here, we were talking a little bit about star Wars games. So Amy Henning, who was a part of naughty dog at one point kind of was like the creative director head writer within the uncharted series worked on Jack and Daxter, which you played a lot of, um, (laughs) yeah. You know, and <laughs> this was funny. Her design debut in the Sony Nintendo Entertainment System game, Michael Jordan, Chaos in the Windy City. Now, I've seen gameplay of this game, and it is <laughs> it is hilarious. Was it like a Space
1: Jam style thing? <laughs> oh, or what? boy.
0: It was, I, I, if I'm remembering correctly, this is the one that, like, you, you threw basketballs at people. That was, like, his move. <laughs> Oh man! So anyway, um, you know she she had been a part of a a project called Project Ragtag in 2014, along with EA. Basically, it never got off the ground. EA shut down that division, and she she departed. Uh, Then now they're popping back up, and we the only thing we really know is that this is going to be a new original story. So,
1: yeah, that is kind of the problem. We know I was kind of mentioned this earlier. Lucasfilm Games is kind of bad about their announcements. Like, they don't give you anything to be hyped about mm-hmm. except for, I mean, Fallen Order when we first got the announcement for that was pretty interesting. And KOTOR just kind of rides on the co- the coattails of both Revan and the fact that it's an established series. Yep. But I don't get excited about Star Wars games till like a month out from release at this point because everything just changes constantly and they don't give you anything
0: concrete. Look at Lego star Wars. that was in development hell for so long. Yep. Yeah. Everybody seems to be enjoying that though. Lego star Wars seems to be going really well. And we've talked about it a little bit here though. So, uh, all right. Anything else you want to talk about games? Are we ready to go?
1: No, I think after 25 minutes, we're good to start the comic.
0: Sweet, sounds good. All right, so Obi Wan and Anakin again, five part series, uh, 2016. Let's just uh, jump in into one of the more epic covers that I've seen. Yes, uh, with Obi Wan, and, and uh, this is the A cover, uh, you, our, our our first cover. There, the B, you have the, the same one as me. I'm trying to figure it out real quick.
1: Show me yours real quick. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's so what it shows for me. There are a
0: couple of interesting covers here. The the B cover is just like Obi-Wan and Anakin from episode two, like just them.
1: Back back to back, lightsabers, yeah. Ignited. And then they have That's that. one nice thing. These show ever like before the actual comic, they show the variant
0: as well for oh, okay. for this. Oh, right on. I, I guess I just I didn't notice that if they did it if they did it in mine or not. Uh, eh, I don't think I have it in mind.
1: Yeah, and I'll say for the A side, I would gladly pay a hefty penny for a poster of this.
0: It's a it's it's a sick cover, hundred uh, percent super cool cover. So we get started here with basically a a distress call, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we are rolling to uh. Carnelian? Carnelian 4? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. Uh, not much on that planet at all, but uh, basically throughout the series, we do learn that this is kind of a war torn planet. It used to be an advanced civilization uh, that effectively poisoned their planet. And we yeah. have uh, two groups uh, one group, the open, and one group, the closed. The closed, and um, they're just constantly fighting.
1: Yeah, and there are no cult undertones
0: whatsoever. Absolutely not. Uh, but Obi Wan and Anakin come down to the planet, and uh, you know we see we see some of. I guess these would be the open at this point. Call them sky gifts, which will we'll get a little bit more. Uh, as we go along, but there was this two-page piece of art showing like the burned-out city, um, which was again like the internal art on here is really great. It's a lot of green tones, mm-hmm. but it looks it looks so good. I will say this: one, Obi Wan and Anakin do not really look like you and McGregor, and um, uh, wow, I'm f- Hayden. 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 Hayden Christensen. <laughs> I, yeah, I was forgetting his name. Um, and they definitely, in this one, have have uh, Anakin being much shorter <laughs> than Obi-Wan. Yes. By the way, this yeah. is and, three years post Phantom Menace.
1: Yeah, for 12, I mean, this is kind of a odd height difference, and Obi-Wan really isn't super tall to begin with, so it's even weirder, but... Um, Yeah, Anakin's pretty generic, but I thought Obi-Wan was really well done, Mm -hmm. even though he doesn't look like Ewan. And again, it just kind of gets you excited for the series because he is so epic. I mean, the art for this is perfect.
0: Yeah, they make him look huge and imposing. Um, But as we crash land on, kind of crash land here on the planet, uh, we start. (laughs) What is up with Zeppelin's?
1: All over this world. They don't have technology, but they have Zeppelins.
0: Yeah, so we kind of see They have lead Zeppelins. Yeah. (laughs) So we kind of see a Zeppelin coming around. And and one of the undertones on this comic is... uh, Is kind of Anakin working through a choice that he wants to make. Whether to stay with the Jedi Order or not. Because on one of our pages here, we have Obi-Wan giving... Anakin back his lightsaber. So at some point, Anakin has surrendered his lightsaber. toby Obi-Wan. Yeah, and
1: this is something referenced uh, in Star Wars in both books, and uh, I believe Clone Wars even mentions it a few times, and mm-hmm. it's not really dived deeply into, so this is really cool to flesh out this story
0: a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's... Oh, you know what what was kind of funny? I thought about this particular comic. I feel like this comic had at one point been in Texas, issued in Texas, because one of the uh, ads here is a store, order66toys.net, that's out of McKinney, Texas. (laughs) It's it's just kind of it's just kind of like a weird like I've never seen like a somewhat local ad in any comic I've re- read. That's funny. And I'm not like really <laughs> super read in comics. I mean, look, look look at look at this look at this page. Oh geez. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's <laughs> funny. Anyway, so we start to get some flashbacks here uh, within the Jedi Temple at Coruscant. Anakin sparring against a droid, and we have Mace Windu and Obi Wan. And Chancellor Palpatine kind of looking over this scene, and I think what, what, the, what the interesting thing here is is that we've always known and we've seen the influence that Palpatine has had over Anakin, but this is, in my opinion, this series shows a much more intimate view into that when he's younger,
1: yeah, I felt the same way and I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. It was one of my favorite parts of the comic, but at the same time Mace Windu is really stupid. The the just the the sheer fact that he didn't pick up on any of these not subtle at all hints about everything surrounding Palpatine. It just I know uh, it, it was a pre-written story, you know, prequels had to follow a certain narrative, but these Jedi were just stupid.
0: Well, really I, I think there is a panel here. Um, after uh, Palpatine had basically said, "Why, young Skywalker is a Jedi? Is he not? The Jedi are under the Senate's jurisdiction, and as I am the Chancellor of the Senate." And you kind of have Mace looking off, and then he has this really tiny panel where he says, "Of course, Chancellor," but he's kind of doing that like, "What? Like right. red face? What did you say?" What did you say to me? Um, But I also, another thing I wanted to point out here is that the uh, now training hologram assumes the form of kind of a Darth Maul with a double-bladed lightsaber.
1: Yeah, and uh, we kind of get the reference. Obviously, Obi-Wan has no idea this is about to happen, but Anakin essentially hacks this droid to kind of prove a point, like, oh, well, he's been kind of asking about the battle with Qui-Gon and Maul, but I didn't think he would take it so literally. Mm-hmm. Just, just kind of to impress people, essentially. Yep, I would and say he even so. And he even kills the droid in the same way that Obi-Wan does, so
0: I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, then we kind of see some of the other Padawans talking... Uh, talking at the side here he he may be good with a, with a lightsaber but that doesn't mean he'll make a good jedi no after all he's just a slave to his emotions it's obvious just a slave and of course that triggers anakin and he kind of he takes their sabers and and then sort of gives them back after obi-wan just like flies from the balcony <laughs> <laughs> padawan yeah sorry master But, you know, he makes
1: up. Sorry for being so much better than
0: them, master. Well, he did call me a slave. They were referencing the song Toxic, Anakin. It's fine. (laughs) Oh, my God. Or, no, that's not even the song. But anyway, whatever. Maybe it is.
1: Well, speaking of toxicity, we have a little bit on this this planet.
0: Oh, yeah. You mean the gas?
1: The Tabana gas? It isn't Tabana gas? That's
0: later. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, we flash back to the present where we have uh, the two battling um, Zeppelin ships engaging uh, in battle. And uh, yeah, two of the, the folks that were in what would be the Opens uh, Zeppelin uh, pop out and stick their guns in Obi-Wan and Anakin's face. And they don't know what a Jedi is. Just sky gifts. <laughs> That's pretty much issue one. Um, issue two, again, like the cover art on this. I mean, how busy is this? Like there's, Ugh. there's a ton of effort on this, on this front cover with sort of Obi-Wan you know, it looks like, I mean, he's kind of on one of the, the Zeppelins and things are like exploding all over the place. Yeah. Great, great. Art yeah. Art. That,
1: By the way, the amount of explosions, well done in explosions in this comic series is like on Michael Bay level. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Now, another thing I did want to point out here, whereas the last color palette in the comic was was largely green. This one kind of shifts to blue, which is interesting. It does have some green in the in the background later, but it's it's much more blue, which I just I just found to be kind of interesting. Um, well, I
1: kind of wonder if it has to do with the fact that you know, a little ways into this comic, they make the reference like, "Well, you kind of stranded us here, and we'll basically die of hypothermia if you don't help us." You mean it's so getting I, cold? I w- <laughs> so I just wonder if like they, they specifically made it more blue to just kind of hammer that
0: home how cold this planet is. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Well, as we get a little chat here, we have uh, let's see who are two characters' names: uh, Mother, Mother Prana or Pran, and yeah. then Kalara. So Kalara and Mother Pran, and they're uh, they they've got some strike a pose moments in here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they have them. Kalara has them through the entire series. One
0: hundred percent. But as they're kind of yakking here, what's a Jedi? What are you doing here? What's the meaning of this? Well, then another zeppelin shows up and starts shooting at them. Um and then Obi-Wan takes care of it.
1: Yeah, I love the little panel where uh you're like he moved so fast. Where did he go? And Anakin's just like, "Up." Yeah. You can just kind of imagine like the snarky back and forth they had in uh the beginning of Revenge of the Sith through this entire panel. Just
0: every discussion they have. Exactly. And Obi-Wan's able to disable the Zeppelin. and uh Yeah, with his whip lightsaber. Yeah.
1: There's the quush panel. I, I think that was meant to be like
0: he threw it right. Yeah. It is an interesting portray. There's actually another one later on that there was a bolt, like uh, a shot coming out of one of their blasters, although they're not blasters. But the it, at least in my comic, the, um, the the shot path was like below the muzzle of the gun. Oh, really? I'll point that out when we get there. But anyway, so, yeah, Obi-Wan takes down the, the Zeppelin, and then we get a new character here who is a part of the closed. Uh, let's see here. Do we? Grecker. Yeah, Grecker. I'm going to Grecker. Grecker the Wrecker. <laughs> I'm going to Grecker. It <laughs> sounds dirty. So they save uh, Grecker, and then we're in a standoff. And, uh, yeah, at this point. And
1: it can just cut yeah. everyone's barrels off their guns. Yeah. It's,
0: it's great. Yeah, exactly. They get out knives. Like, Obi-Wan throws those like, away. Oh,
1: hold on. You guys are very close to each other. Let me just cut cut everything up so you got your sawed offs so and your <laughs> snub nosed. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but anyway, there's a little bit of back and forth. It's like, no, it's their fault. No, it's their fault. Don't listen to them. All they do is lie. You can't trust the open. Right.
1: No, closed is bad. Yeah. That's the only thing I don't like about this comic series, just how ridiculous the whole closed and
0: open thing is. Yeah, th- this actually feels a little bit more like a Star Trek thing. There, there have been several episodes of different sides of Trek that have kind of done this this kind of storyline where, you know, you have two sides. Uh, there was one that comes to mind. It was in the original series where uh, – The two competing sides were at war, and the Enterprise crew finds out that they actually don't fight anymore. It's all like an electronic game, but if it registers deaths, they send people to death chambers to be incinerated or or to be, like, vaporized. Oh, jeez. So basically... In the war game, the Enterprise is hit, and he's like, "Well, you've got to send down all your people to be killed." He's like, "Why? Because, <laughs> because if not, they'll retaliate with real weapons, and we'll have real weapons." So basically, they were fighting a civilized war without actual weapons, but they were still dying. Um, so the solution—I think they
1: make a reference to that to, in Guardians of the Galaxy with like the the golden race people.
0: Mm. They
1: have like all these little like arcade style setups mm-hmm. for their ships and like they have to leave if their ship gets destroyed. Yeah, yeah They don't yeah. die. They just have to leave. Sure.
0: <laughs> but no, they had to die. And basically they just disable the computers at the end. It's like, well now you'll have to start talking. So <laughs> there you go. And then I just left. I think,
1: I think eventually I'm going to start
0: the, uh, the very long
1: journey of getting into star Trek. Might as well. Never man. hated it. It's a good time. Never hated it. It's not, that was, All right, so as we move along here, our
0: our combatants kind of turn almost friends, I guess, at least for the time being, because it's cold and they'll have to rely on each other to survive. And we've got a lot of weird creatures on this planet, too. Like, what the hell are these things?
1: It's almost like Lovecraftian Mm -hmm. creatures. They're actually really well done. I mean, they're cool and intimidating creatures. Don't get me wrong for the most part, but... Yeah, I mean, we got these weird raptor bird things and all kinds of stuff flying around.
0: Seems like the inhabitants of this planet should be, like, fighting them.
1: (laughs) Right, why are you fighting each other? Like, you probably would not, you'd barely survive if you were actually one cohesive army.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. So anyway, we get another bit of a flashback as Anakin's kind of trying to do, well, like beast mastery of these guys, and he can't, and he winds up cutting their heads off, all of them—the women, the children, the men. Well,
1: that's that's true mastery of beasts,
0: yeah, I guess. <laughs> but we get a bit of a flashback here again to Anakin, like trying to work with like a rhino. Yeah.
1: Well, no, that's probably. Uh... Uh, yeah. I guess it's not that thing from episode two. It looks like a rhino, the reek, or
0: whatever they're called. Uh, oh yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, a little too small for a reek. Well, anyway, he's called away. It's called away for a little appointment with with Papa Palpatine. Pa- old old Palpy Palps. You know, he he wants to take take Annie down to the uh, you know, to the to the bottom levels of Coruscant. It's like, hey. Would you like to go to a bar with me? I don't know. I don't know. A 12-year-old palp- Padawan. I don't know, Chancellor. I don't really think we should be doing this. Do it. Okay. <laughs> it's like a Rick and Morty thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, oh sheeve. Are you, are you sure we should be doing this, man? But don't don't worry about it, kid. It it's gonna be just fine. We're we're gonna go down and we're 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 gonna like we're gonna mess with a senator. It'll be really great. You're gonna, you're gonna, one, you're gonna one, like rig his, 100. you're gonna rig his game forever. It'll be Palps and and Annie forever, and it'll just be us going episodes, on adventures.
1: Palps, Palps and Annie, 100 episodes forever. <laughs>
0: Hundred <laughs> episodes forever, just you and me. And eventually, you'll get your legs cut off. Uh, but I won't, uh, I won't. That'll be mind blown. So you know. But anyway, so soon so I can control, but I won't tell you that. Yeah. It's just, um. Really. Cool panels though for this club that he goes into. Yes, absolutely. Like we see a hut and a Twilight and uh, what looks like uh, bib fortuna.
1: It's 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 a race. I mean, there's more than just bib.
0: It's it's but I can't Bibb. remember it. But yeah, I mean, these <laughs> hanging plants are really neat. So it's it, uh, club uh, Casacar. So again, little little flashbacks uh, in this club, but.
1: That's yeah, great. It's, we, we got the club and then more Zeppelins.
0: Yeah. More Zeppelins <laughs> and more I, I Lovecraft swear there are so ki- creatures. M- there are so
1: many jumps from the, uh, the flashbacks to just a Zeppelin on page. Yep. It's ridiculous. Well,
0: they're able to get a Zeppelin running, so they're, they're getting away from the creatures. But probably then uh, issue three, if issue one is my favorite cover, issue three is like a close second. I mean, look at this guy. This is this is just, yeah. that's an amazing cover. A big old creature with Obi-Wan and Anakin squaring off against it. That's beautiful stuff. It's
1: like the, uh, it kind of reminds me of the bat from Jedi Fallen Order that mm-hmm. you fight in the
0: cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Well, as we're starting to travel travel around the planet, we're starting to see some architecture. Like there's a giant buff grandpa just with, with the
1: charm cut off.
0: Yeah. Just buff grandpa's For, planet. Foreshadowing, Annie. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we start to see what some of these sky gifts actually are. And one of them is this little, you know, purpley medallion thing, um, mm-hmm. which the kid isn't allowed to have. It's like old, you know, mother over here is like, hey, uh, give, uh, give, give me that thing no, no art for you And then Anakin's just here Yeah <laughs> He does What, what does that sound He does sound? that a lot a- H-N-H <laughs> <laughs> And then we're flashing back To Purple Club Um, I found this This whole sort of Bit of paneling Really funny to me uh, y- Yeah You have the chancellor In this CD club with a Jedi Padawan, they're watching a senator who is gambling away, and then he finally loses. And it's possibly implied that Anakin might have helped the odds on these chance cubes, which is a big flashback to how even he was freed in Episode One. But the senator is—you know—the senator loses, and then all of a sudden, Palpatine just busts up laughing. Just like the evil <laughs> sob is, it's like
1: it kind of makes you wonder if that was intentional or if yeah. he's just like, "Yes, good Anakin, yeah. good."
0: I just think he has <laughs> zero fear, you know, of of anything. Yeah. yeah, but he's like, "What are you? What are you looking at?" It's like, "Oh my boy, over here!" You he just told me a really good, really good joke. It was really cool.
1: It's confirmed. It's confirmed. Palpatine's the father. It's <laughs> confirmed.
0: It's actually kind of funny. I didn't really think about it that way. But yeah, yeah. my son told me an excellent <laughs> joke. Hey, you sound really familiar. Uh, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, eh, let's see here. So uh, there was a little bit more in here. Your Jedi abilities allow you to move objects through the forest, do they not? Yes, actually, I'm very good at it. Better than any of the other pad ones at my age, and most of the older ones too. Which is like a super flex. I mean, everybody can move stuff. Get out yeah. of here, Annie. Could these abilities be used to move? Perhaps a chance cube. <laughs> so he's just kind of confirming. What uh, I, I, I totally think
1: did. It, I think it'd be funny if Ankins like, nope. Nope, can't move that. Too heavy. No,
0: the, f- uh, the laws of probability. Uh, I
1: can only move grains of sand. That's why I hate sand.
0: <laughs> no, the laws of probability uh, negate the force, so chance cubes are immune to the force. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're back. I just back. think
1: it'd be funny if he's like, oh, crap, I put on the wrong side,
0: he won. <laughs> God, that would be great. So anyway, we get back to the present. Anakin's toying with his lightsaber and our opens here figure out oh, you can uh, you can fix some stuff like uh like can you fix this ball here it's a pretty sweet like, oh, ball old,
1: old tech you know about old tech hey can you um rebuild my ak-47 it's jammed okay. i don't i don't know what to do with it
0: uh yeah so it, it, this is this is kind of an interesting manipulative thing but Anakin fixes this little ball and um Kalara is essentially tasked to mm, effectively not incapacitate but just distract Anakin yeah as uh, some of our creatures uh, wind up getting onto the to the zeppelin she throws Anakin's lightsaber out of the, the port window. The creatures are getting in. They knock out Anakin, take him, you know, Anakin nap him, and then they shoot uh, They shoot at the Zeppelin carrying Obi-Wan. Which, do we ever get an explanation of um, how his lightsaber returns? Good question. I don't remember, but we'll continue on. Now... Issue four, I don't remember, I think this is the A cover, but this is an interesting cover too. Um, Yeah,
1: we're essentially in the
0: mind of Vader. Yeah, so we have, it's almost like, yeah, Vader remembering something, but we have Palpatine, we have Obi-Wan, we have Anakin inside the head of Vader. Again, beautiful cover. Like, you're right, man, some of this would make excellent wall art. Yeah. If oh you my just God, get, that would be amazing. Yeah. It, it's it's just it's just really excellent. Um. So anyway,
1: like like seriously, I'm gonna probably look up if this is a thing, like if there are posters for this. Yep.
0: With you there. So Obi Wan and uh, what was our what was our guy's name? Uh. Oh, I just <laughs> it's not gonna matter Greg, much longer.
1: Greg. Grekic?
0: yeah, something like that. It doesn't. We matter.
1: said it. We said it sounded like wreckit. So,
0: yeah, Grekkit. Yeah. I said no. I said Wreck-It. That's not his name, though. It's like Grekar or something like that.
1: Grekar. Grekar the wrecker. Okay. Grekar the wrecker. That's Grekar the wrecker.
0: All right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I I think it's kind of interesting. Oh, it's right there. Gre- yeah, Grecker Grecker. Anyway. It's funny how he's, like, talking with Obi-Wan here a a lot about Anakin. It's like, you realize the boy idolizes you, right? Like, you know, so if you had to pick a password for your desktop computer, like, what would (laughs) it be? I don't know. It's, the language is kind of weird because there's really no payoff for it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems like a waste of panels in a way.
0: Kind of because it's almost like they're they're forging a connection but ultimately ultimately they're they're not right it just I don't know it's weird and we get a little bit of a flash to where Anakin's being held and the open have mech suits so he fixed the ball that controls the mech suit so Gundam wing up up here <laughs> Yeah,
1: did we establish like how many he actually fixed? I have
0: no idea No idea It would be
1: that hard to just use the force to rip the brain out Or just like disconnect one cord
0: Yeah, dude, I don't know I don't know Anyway, we get another flashback Uh, Anakin's with Palpatine and his little palpal lair with the with the Senate Guard there, I did like one of these panels where like you just see the eyes of the Senate Guard just looking <laughs> off to the side. It's like I hear everything, you know. Just as like Anakin's right. leaving, I heard everything. I've heard a lot of things. <laughs>
1: did you? Kn- I think I have. You ever I think I should do something?
0: Have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis <Blanches> the Wise? <laughs> well, I have. I have a <laughs> lot. I'm pretty sure it was his master. I think he's a. Oh, I think he might be a Sith. A what? Uh, n- never mind. <laughs> I've seen things, man. Have
1: you seen this art, man? All this art around his place, man. I, I
0: swear, one of them has a lightsaber in it. Have you? You ever think about like the guard here, and they just like go home? Like what? What the hell do they do? <laughs> These guys don't have families, right? <laughs> So, how was your day? It was fine. It was totally fine. I didn't hear anything. Uh, The chancellor for life, we should totally vote for him forever. He's great.
1: So, honey, I work for a Sith, but the benefits package is top-notch, so we're good. My life insurance is pretty high,
0: luckily. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he seems to be propositioning this young boy. I feel like I should say something. Oh boy! So anyway, Anakin's kind of excited. He's like, "Oh, that was amazing! We're gonna be able to take that down, da- that guy down." And you know, Palpatine's like, "Well, I will try, but he's like, it could be dangerous for me. <laughs> will you protect me? Will you protect me, Anakin?" Um. So a couple of lines here. If they were required to obey my commands in such a way, it would make me no more than a dictator. That is not my wish. I just want to be an emperor. Yeah. Then if if you can't and the Jedi can't, who can? That, my boy, is the question that keeps me awake at night. Just please do an old man a favor and go get a popsicle out of the... I mean, uh, uh, don't mention (laughs) any of this to your Jedi masters. I'm not sure they would approve.
1: (laughs) I don't think anyone would approve of this.
0: No, I do. This (laughs) last line here, Anakin, it's not my place, but like, are you happy at the temple?
1: (laughs) I I love there's like this pause line where he's like, yes, it's everything I've ever wanted. And then they just have a panel with no dialogue where he's just staring at him, like,
0: yeah, but is it? Exactly. And then we get the scene where Anakin relinquishes his, his lightsaber to Obi-Wan. Um, I, I, I thought some of this, this dialogue was interesting. Do you know how I joined the Order? I've never forgotten. My mother asked Qui-Gon if he... Would take me away if I would become a Jedi. He said yes, and that was all. My entire life decided right then I was nine years old. Qui-Gon said Jedi training was difficult, that it would be a hard life. I saw a magic man with a sword made out of light and a starship. I was a slave on a world made of dust. What was I going to say? No. Or no? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Heavy dialogue, man. Super heavy dialogue. But
0: it's very self-aware. And yeah. I kind of wish we would have had something like that maybe in episode two.
1: Absolutely. I agree 100%. Uh, Everyone wants to crap on Hayden Christensen and just Anakin in general. But, like, 90% of his life, I feel like, was just kind of written for him. And he yep. didn't have a choice
0: Now here's, day one. Here's a question I do want to ask. Let's say Anakin walked away from the Jedi Order. Do you think he would have been able to do as much damage as he did if he were to have stayed and we and followed the path we know he did? Well, you could argue
1: both ways, but I feel like a lot of the power that Chancellor Palpatine got was in part due to uh, Anakin and Obi Wan's efforts in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm so i i would question whether i mean palpatine always has contingency plans so it probably wouldn't have mattered either way but eventually he would have gotten his he would have sunk his teeth into him and turned him regardless of leaving um i guess in the end the thing that always is a defining factor for me is in all these scenarios where things are different in what scenario does he not get his limbs cut off? Because Anakin, without being in the Vader suit, is infinitely stronger. Clearly, uh, not stronger and, than
0: Obi Wan. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> no, <laughs> but like if that fight hadn't happened because he left, he had, you know, gotten with Palpatine sooner, actually had a chance to train with him. It actually could have been ten times worse. So, it's hard to say.
0: Well, or he might have just left to kind of forge his own destiny, too. So, who, who knows if he would have, like, just went out on some missions, maybe did a little bit of, like, you know, the, the old Kip Duran thing, like, in, in New Jedi Order, where he's sort of, like, he's got a ship, he's doing missions, he's trying to do the right thing, you know, how much would that have colored his overall view as opposed to being overly controlled by a Jedi Order that didn't trust him?
1: Yeah, very true. Um, Ultimately, he had some hang-ups that obviously weren't solved by the Jedi Order, but he would have... I don't think he would have become perfectly good without some defining moment in his life because he was already pretty arrogant at that
0: point. Well, Well, think about this real quick. So let's say he leaves the Jedi Order... What are his stopping points for connection at that point? So, what's to say he doesn't go back to Tatooine and visit his mother, and maybe like save her? Yeah, actually saves her, or maybe he goes. Obviously,
1: Padme wouldn't if Palpatine chooses not to pursue Anakin. uh, Padme's death isn't a thing, so you don't have those. force visions you don't have Shmi dying you don't have a lot of things that put him down that path well so i do agree with that. And that's
0: anakin's thing that's why he truly turned was his fear of loss now he lost everything regardless because that's what the dark side does but that was what drove him to it was the fear of loss so he loses his mother he knows the pain he doesn't want to lose padme but i think this is a dual-edged sword does he ever get with Padme if he leaves the order? Because the whole thing is, is that they were brought back together when she became a Senator. And, you know, that was the whole guard. That's episode two, right? So who's to say that they ever get together period, or maybe he just like hits up Naboo and he's like, Hey, what's up? I'm not like a Jedi anymore, but like we could totally date.
1: Right. And, and honestly, they kind of set this comic up in a way where, I mean, there's an option for him to just stay here and, like, fix the tech. And Kalara, obviously, is kind of interested in him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so many different things could have happened. I don't see Padme really going for Anakin without Episode 2 <laughs> happening the way it did. Nah, dude. Nah, dude. They, they were all into each other, like, forever, man. From Phantom... <laughs> That that nine year old boy was like making moves, impressing chicks.
0: Hey man, like, well, uh, so how old was Padme in that?
1: She was fourteen, I think.
0: Yeah, so I mean, there's there is obviously there's an age difference, but you know, in the grand scheme Cougar of things, Hunter. dude. Look, all I'm <laughs> saying is, like, he's twelve now. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's that stupid? Well, hey, what's that song from hey, Sound it's of been- Music? <laughs> I am 15 going on, or whatever that is, you know, that we yeah. had to listen to uh, yeah. as kids. Oh, man. Well, hey,
1: it's still better, like, the age gap being 12 and 17 than him hanging out with Palpatine. That's what with I'm creepy saying. creepy vibes dude. going on.
0: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> who, who knows? I mean, but honestly, if we would have left the Jedi Order, there's, I think, the probability of running into Padme is probably a little less and yeah. does that significantly change things? I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe.
1: I mean, I think he would have that sense of a uh, loss diminished, obviously, if he doesn't lose his mother. But if he does still end up losing his mother, he'd be that way with anyone. But he wouldn't necessarily be in a situation where his partner's mm. in this
0: ridiculous amount of danger like Padme always gets herself into. Can we just agree that, like, Anakin wasn't made to be in the Jedi Order?
1: Oh, absolutely not. And not only was he not made to be in the Jedi Order, everyone else reminded him of it constantly, especially even though I love the character Mace frickin' Windu.
0: Oh, yeah, Mace Windu was very distrusting. He
1: he tortured that
0: boy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, let's roll back into the story uh, because we do get... Attacked by some giant lizards. There's a lot of weird creatures on this planet. Like, what is up with this planet's ecosystem, you, man? man?
1: Lo- Lovecraftian stuff. Well, it's all the poison. Mm. That's They even mentioned that. Like they, Those were frogs. A lot, of these, <laughs> a lot of these people, like, turn into husks, mindless husks, because of the poison. But it's like, But that doesn't explain the mutation.
0: Yeah, well... <laughs> Anyway, so we get a new character in here with facial wrappings, and this was this was where I was talking about in the panel. I don't know if it's in yours, but like the bolt is off from the muzzle, like
1: yeah. If you, if
0: you did, like, look that, at look right, at yeah. my yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: it's really bad. Honestly, I thought he got shot. It's like a one or two <laughs> inch drop. But but like, look at it. it. Looks like he's the one getting shot there. Yeah.
0: Still, it looks really <laughs> cool though. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, um, so yeah, this is this is basically the scavenger. That's kind of like her. It's it's Sarah is her name, but mm-hmm. uh, kind of one of the older ones here, and she's sort of got this whole like library of things, uh, art cultural stuff there's a little desk with like four computer monitors on it and like a desk chair like if you look really close it's like some of this looks like office furniture just from like today right it's like of all of all the great artwork and then so um i think what they should sit in is like what i'm sitting in now
1: i got this from ikea (laughs)
0: <laughs> this is space IKEA. <laughs> you can go get meatballs that was in the be- cafeteria. It's great.
1: That was before the dark times of the war oh when God. IKEA was still Stop. around.
0: So anyway, this is the person who had sent the distress signal from an old ship, and she kind of starts showing Obi Wan some panels. She also has this one thing that's just like a still image, and effectively, it
1: totally looks like. Revan.
0: It does look like <laughs> Revan, and that was something that I found interesting because Obi Wan was like, So, hey, like, when that was actually like color and everything, like, what color was the saber? It was like, it was, it was totally red. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I mean, I it, it seems like Sith were on this planet at one point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And she essentially just commissions the Jedi, thinking that they're Sith, to kill everyone except for the young.
0: And that's kind of the thing, like, yeah, that's her expectation is that the Jedi are going to come in here and wipe out the old people, let the young people kind of live. It's like, you realize you got the wrong ones, brother.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, so there's no redeemable faction in this entire planet. Awesome. Let's just blow it up. Yeah,
0: except the children. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're, we're getting ready for a big battle. The, the Open have their mech suits and their zeppelins. And they're blasting the immigrant song, or maybe Black Dog, and they're just going to uh, going to wreck the closed. Yeah, which have nothing.
1: <laughs> honestly, like the clothes are kind of screwed.
0: Oh yeah, they have nothing. Uh, okay, so then we move finally into issue five, my least favorite cover. It's cool, but it's not as cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, there isn't a bad cover. Don't get me wrong, but. No, but out of five, this uh, is number
0: five.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, and also, let, let's just bring up like how cool it looks to see uh, lightsaber deflect bullets
0: opposed to blaster bullets. So this was actually, <laughs> this is an interesting question. So blasters, they deflect. In this one, though, it seems like the bullets didn't really deflect. They kind of melted a bit, but Obi-Wan still got shrapnel. Yeah. Which was strange. That's a little bit longer in here because well,
1: essentially if I guess you could argue, like if the lightsaber is thinner than whatever bullet is being fired, it just splits it in two and still
0: mm-hmm.
1: goes on a path. Essentially.
0: Yeah. I, I, I want to I roll through the first couple panels here because we do have Anakin talking to the young people. He's starting to understand a little bit of this art thing. It's like, you know, this is regular stuff. You know, I can fix stuff, but I can't do it alone. We have to join forces and stop. We got to stop the adults. Sick. Let's do it. Captain Planet. Yeah. And then uh, (laughs) we we have the scavenger and then Obi-Wan. We kind of explained sort of what was going on here, her expectations versus what Obi-Wan's actually willing to do. But, yeah, then we get to this panel where so they have projectiles, which I'm just going to say this. The, the person who um, illustrated this does not know what a bullet actually looks like <laughs> because they put the full round, like primer, the casing, right. and all here. <laughs> so I found that kind of interesting because that's not what a bullet looks like as it exits. Um, here's, a, here's a question. Right? So we know that a Jedi can be overpowered by too many blaster bolts. But we see this, and Obi Wan has these these bullets, and he catches a few of them, but not all of them. So, if, for example, we just bring up like a, I don't know, just like a, a, you know, like the Browning submachine gun or something with a rapid rate of fire, would the Jedi still be able to deal with that?
1: Well, I guess at that point you make. The assumption that they'd be able to just use the force to catch them opposed to... So Neo-style. Deflecting. The Matrix. Well, I mean, we see multiple Jedi catch
0: bolts. I feel like a bullet would be a little bit easier. Although, I will say this. Mythbusters did do a a slight experiment on the bolt speed. And because Mm -hmm. you can see it, it's actually traveling much slower than a bullet. Like, much slower than a bullet. Right. And I, I think they kind of made that look a little bit more realistic in the sequel trilogy, but I mean, it's a special effect and you want to see the effect, but the thing is, is like the speed at which it is it is coming is still fast, but it's seemingly not as fast as a bullet.
1: Right. And I mean, that that's pure cinematography. There's exactly. no other option. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You have to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: And it's also uh, not to really just tear apart this entire panel, but, the the spread of these bullets, not only is it odd, but, like, they have all been fired clearly at the same time because, like, they're all in line with each other.
0: Yeah. yeah, uh, that, yeah. So it's like, Artistic does the license. guy think
1: that this is what shotgun shells look like? <laughs> As they Spread out, like, is he really that clueless or is it just tr- trying to be more dramatic? I just found it funny that it's, it's an
0: entire piece of ammunition. It's not, right. it's not the projectile. It's the whole they're thing. Throwing,
1: they're throwing the ammo at them because they don't actually have guns.
0: That's, that's funny. That's just funny. So, anyway, we have the all-out battle going. Um, everybody's getting blown up. Anakin comes with his little kid crew with their little things that he made, their little ships. Um, the scavenger's all angry. I do like these faces. There, There's a... If you look at my screen, this panel down here where everybody's, like, looking up in the sky, like, some of the faces yeah. on here are Whoa! like, like, uh, they're, they're, <laughs> it's almost anime-ish. <laughs> it's so funny. It, it just, it really does make me laugh yeah. a lot. By
1: the way, Grecker's back
0: shortly. <laughs> <sighs> well, <laughs> yeah, he's back, and then he gets exploded. Uh, uh, he got boomed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Obi Wan is able to get out of transmission, and the Republic fleet shows up, and we actually see uh, uh, what, what is this Jedi? It was a uh, uh, Mundi. Uh, what was his first name? Kiati. Yeah, Kiati Mundi. He's he's here looking around, and this is the interesting part from a galactic political standpoint. We see this a little bit more in High Republic, where really the whole reason why the Republic wasn't here to even step in on any of this is because the planet didn't really have anything that the Republic needed and it was too far out. And Obi-Wan basically lies and says there, what did he, uh, there's Tabana gas,
1: there's Tabana gas
0: here, (laughs) which there isn't or seemingly isn't. But, um, but, but yeah he he's like well maybe they'll stop fighting in the time it takes for the republic to realize that there's nothing here because clearly <laughs> the implication is that the republic is just going to like leave it
1: yeah and i love the explanation for everything he's like yeah as long as uh, as long as the testing takes a while <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll have peace and you know the the whole point of being a jedi is having connections so you can lie and you know, uh, br- bring an entire <laughs> fleet yep. to a planet to just stop fighting. That's right. Good job,
0: Obi bending In those rules, just like your master. So our last couple of panels here are, or last couple of pages, really are a conversation between Obi Wan and Yoda. They bring in uh, in Yoda here to leave the order. Does Anakin wish? And, and you know even yoda i think is a little critical of anakin at times i think he sort of mm-hmm. realizes sort of the dark specter so to speak and he's kind of trying to tell obi-wan my man it's not your fault you know it's it's all natural dude it's 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 totally cool i'm gonna point my cane at you and look menacing <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: looks like he's about to fight him arena style like
0: that old uh uh revenge of the sith tie-in game yep. Now, one of the things that is interesting here is that basically Obi-Wan says that, you know, if Anakin does leave, I'm basically leaving with him. I'm not going to let down my master. So if he goes, I'm also going to go and continue to train him, even if it's out of the Jedi Order. So that that brings up the secondary question. If they both left and Obi-Wan continues to train Anakin, but out of the grips of the Jedi Order, would things have turned out differently? What do you think about that?
1: I think in that regard, much more likely. Because all the issues that Anakin had with the order had nothing to do with Obi-Wan ultimately. Mm-hmm. It was it was mainly again, uh Jedi like Mace. It was just everyone else looking down on him. Yeah. And Obi-Wan was always like a brother to him, so
0: You are like I a brother to me, Anakin.
1: A brother with one mechanical arm and nothing else <laughs> yeah
0: yeah I don't know it's it's an interesting question there's a lot of paths that this could have taken ultimately we know the path that was taken it is what it is but I don't know might have turned out different like what if obi-wan goes out to tatooine with Anakin and you know they're they're doing obi-wan and Anakin things in the desert and he goes to that. <laughs> That bar store that we just read about in the in the book that he found later in life and like he can, I don't know, make friends and, and maybe he even turns that one guy, the bad farmer guy who was a jerk in that book. <laughs> or Orin,
1: Orin gold Yeah, the Gults <laughs>
0: and he turns them all around and then they're all friends and then yeah, you know, they, they they you know, maybe they don't have to murder all the Tuscans because they won't have to drum up the fake Tuscan war and maybe they just all go chop up the huts, So that just solves everything. And it's, and it's great. And like, Obi-Wan so start can become the story- major Domo over, over Tatooine. And we, we start the book
1: of Boba <laughs> Fett story with Obi-Wan <laughs> <one> early. <we. laughs> There's uh, this new guy in town, Jabba.
0: Let's go deal with him. But first, let me get this death stick. I see you haven't brought me a tribute this week. That will be very bad for you. Oh my. <laughs> Hello there! Oh my! Hello there! <laughs> Boba Fett just shows up and like, hello there.
1: Are no, you looking for no, work? O- o- Obi Wan does all. <laughs> Obi Wan does all the extortion racketeering himself. He just shows up behind every store owner, every
0: person he's lending money to. Like, hello there. <laughs> hello there. I wish. I r- Where's my money? I really wish <laughs> you would stop saying hello there, Major dumbo Does the Domo have to smack a bee? (laughs) Oh, yes. Obi-Wan, the crime lord. We have now made a terrible story out of Star Wars, but at least Anakin would be safe. He could find a nice Tatooine girl. It'll be great. Obi-Wan a -a smack-a-bee. I really, I really don't like sand, Obi-Wan. I would prefer to be anywhere else. Oh, don't worry about it, Anakin. It's nice here. It's nice and warm. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Would you like Camino? Would you just like constant rain, yeah. Anakin? Would that make you happier? <laughs> do you want your own clone army from your effigy? Would you like that, Anakin? I mean, just go to Nab- what will please you, boy. Just go
0: to Naboo. It's fine. We all know you like Padme anyway. <laughs> You've been hitting on her for years. Oh boy, creepy little nine-year-old child. I mean, my god. Yeah, just don't like do any <laughs> creepy like side looks at her or anything. Like if she says don't talk that way, like maybe don't do it
1: for love of God don't cut her peach for her that's just
0: creepy (laughs) what about a pear no pears either for God's sake that's not how you use the force
1: (laughs) Uh, no Anakin do not do not use the force to turn on Marvin Gaye Anakin
0: (laughs) (laughs) no that's acceptable sometimes you have to set the mood if you need to turn the lights down low that's how you do it and Barry White's a much throw, more applicable song choice for this.
1: Throw, <laughs> throw your lightsaber at the candles to extinguish
0: the flame. Oh god. <laughs> or throw it to uh, give give them flame like <laughs> light the candles with your throne saber. Would you light them or just melt them? That's a precision piece of work, Anakin. <laughs>
1: Such a civilized weapon.
0: Oh god. For a much civil much more civilized age. All right, last panel here. Um, we have, and in, in, in the present, uh, let's see. Uh, the road lies before you, Anakin Skywalker. You w- uh, will you walk it alone? No, Master, as a Jedi. No, no, Master. Th- this actually, this dialogue was a little confusing in my first read, but no, Master, yeah. as a Jedi. Basically, he'll walk it as a Jedi if you show me the way, and he receives his lightsaber back. So we're back on track.
1: Where we got the lightsaber from, we don't know. Yep,
0: we found it, though.
1: (laughs) But this is our reference lightsaber uh, from Attack of the Clones. i just like to imagine that.
0: Yep. That's our tie-in. So anyway, that's it. That's it for the comic. Really good series. I actually really enjoyed the series. I thought it was a good look into a lot of different things.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and actually, uh, we have some very good ratings on this for Comixology, which is what I use personally. Um, we have about 700 four-and-a-half-star ratings for this comic.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. For, yeah, for the series well as a whole or per comic? Uh,
1: so that's for this specific—I don't think they have them individually, Oh, okay, I think this just, is the only the way to purchase it so uh, yeah well, basically the whole yeah thing.
0: it's probably in like trade paperback in quotations trade paperback form yeah yeah okay yeah. gotcha gotcha so yeah four and a half not bad yeah do we rate comics we've never rated we, comics before. we haven't because i don't think we've ever had a comic
1: worth rating <laughs> do we want to rate it
0: like out of five sure sure what's your rating
1: go ahead no you first i
0: mean i the the artwork was impeccable. I thought the writing was really good. The tie ins were really good. The you know stuff with Palpatine was super interesting. Uh, the way they portrayed Obi Wan was really epic. Uh, Anakin even got in a few licks, but he's still a kid at this point. Um, you know the, the the war on the planet was very reminiscent of other stories and so forth. But it was it was a good enough backdrop. And again, they just made the made the art look so epic. It was it was really easy to just jump into it in comic form, and I think you said it too. It would have been nice to have more to this almost, not stretched out, but just more uh, to the story. So yeah, I mean, I'd probably be at like a good four point seven five on it as a series.
1: Yeah, I would uh, I would agree pretty much with everything you said. Uh, the only issue I really have with this series ultimately is i kind of wish it'd been long enough to delve into this whole open verse close uh war uh why they're called that for one thing and just kind of how long the war's been going you know some some context would be nice but it's not enough to really affect my score a whole lot um Mm -hmm. yeah so i'd go with a 4.7 myself
0: there we go good ratings well, what else do we have to talk about? Anything else we need to chat about before we kind of wrap it up here?
1: Yeah, I think that's it.
0: Okay. Well, right on. Well, folks, hopefully you enjoyed this, and uh, we'll obviously be you know, working on some other stuff. We've got the fr- uh, from the journals of Obi-Wan Kenobi next week. Uh, well, uh, I think we kind of ironed this out after last episode, but... Uh, From the Journals of Obi-Wan Kenobi next week, after that we'll be diving into the first issue of the new Kenobi comics, see what that's all about. The Brotherhood book, uh, which is coming out fairly soon. Uh, The Approaching Storm, which is kind of a dive back into Clone Wars, and then the Kenobi series starts. So we are really counting down the weeks and uh, really pumping it full of Kenobi uh, just to, you know, get alternate views of stuff Heck, who knows, you know, some of this stuff w- could be tie-ins You never know So, yeah Like, just like, keep listening As <laughs> we talk about this junk Just wait in anticipation like us That's right So, if you, if you guys have read the comic I mean, we'd love to hear from you You know, we're, we're on the Twitter at TC Plan Podcast Facebook And, uh, you know, if you just want to send us a little bit more longer form thing, uh, you know, shoot us an email over to to, uh, tcplanpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be more than happy to talk about any theories or any talking points you might have. And we'll share it on the episode, all that good sort of stuff. But I think that's about all we got for this week. So y'all have a good rest of your week. And
1: as always, may the force be with you.